Hello, Miss Aliana. Hi, Miss Carmen. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. And you, I was having technical difficulties, child. So we are on, we are live. Well, we won't say live because it's pre-recorded. But I'm so excited to have this episode with you. I thank you for joining me. Um, this episode, we're just basically going to talk about your perception on the village and how um, how you perceive the village throughout your life. Was it necessary? Do you feel like it's still necessary in your life for you and a younger generation? And if the village, any type of village has had any effect on your life growing up, um, for anyone that's joining me on this podcast, this is my episode five. Welcome to Crystal Pearl's Sister Circle. Um, my podcast is basically having conversations with women and talking about recreating the village. Uh, because what I've seen over the years is that uh, as years go on, the less that I see a village. And I believe all young women need support, need a village. We need a stepping stone to help one another. And I recently thought about like, okay, I want to recreate this village for the youth, but I think it starts with us adults, us being a village for one another. And I looked at how I created a page and I want everybody to come on there and support one another, put their business um, information on there so that you can have a wider uh, audience on support. So it's just, it's more than just reaching the youth and the young women. It's about a village for everybody. Cause I think I need a village too. And I'm 43 years old and I feel like I still need a village. So welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Miss Carmen. I'm excited. Girl, let me tell you, the conversation we had yesterday should have been the podcast because we just talked. <laughs> oh, we got, we, we reminisced, we talked, we talked about these young folk. It was good, y'all. We had a good conversation yesterday, so we can kind of like recap on what we talked about yesterday, but um Aliana is a young lady that I know. I've known her for 12 years now. 12, and, yeah. Yes, and I've watched you grow uh, tremendously through social media. Thank God for social media. Because um, <laughs> I get to see all the young ladies that I once was around every day and like cheering y'all on. But I mean, you guys took the baton and ran with it. Like, I, I see you ladies doing so many great things with businesses and school and being wives and mothers and just uh listen y'all doing a thing i shout out to all of the young ladies that i know and if they know aliana the group of ladies know who i'm talking about <laughs> so um <laughs> I'm, I'm, i had pam on here last week um and i plan on getting a few more of the young ladies on here because all of you have kind of gone in different directions but all successful directions so um let's let's get into it let's talk about what's going on in your life and as far as the village goes what's your perception what you're doing with, with these decrees you got going on girl <laughs> um wow 
That's a loaded question, Ms. Carmen. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, since I left um, the facility, I've obtained my bachelor's degree. Um, I'm currently now in the master's program, I'm getting my master's in social work. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm now in the master's program. Um, I'm a mommy. I have twins now um, that just turned three. So life has definitely taken off for me <laughs> in the last 12 years. So. I mean, you got your track shoes on. Three-year-olds, <laughs> twins, boy and a girl. Lord. Yes. And in school. Yes. yes. And working. <laughs> yes, and I work full time. <laughs> girl, you got many hats. Heads off to you. So let me ask you this. Uh, when we met 12 years ago, um, the place that we met, it was to help out young ladies, um, expecting single adults, minors. It was a program based around trying to get everybody um, in place and situated for the future. Do you feel like that particular time you had a village or cre a, v a village was created around you? Absolutely. Um, honestly, it depends on when you say village, you can't say everybody who worked in the facility was for your village. I'll just, okay. I'll say that first. Um, I just like people like you, especially you, Miss Carmen, you were like the motivator out of the bunch <laughs> um, in this facility. And an amazing case planner. Um, I had an amazing aftercare case planner. And a lot of girls in the shelter who were in on the same path as me, just trying to, you know, get out, out, of, get out of the facility and go on about their lives became my village. And I definitely say that um, this place definitely gave me a village that I lacked. Um, I was 15 years old. Um, when I came into the facility, I was a senior in high school. So, you know, I was an adult, but not quite an adult. Mm -hmm, <laughs> um, I remember. <laughs> um, definitely, I would say the staff became my village and the ladies inside of the facility with me um, became a village. Um, some of them I still actually talk to today. Um, I know Pam said last week that she's now a godmother to one of the, the young ladies' babies. And I'm also a godmother to someone that I met in there. Um, mm -hmm. to her daughter as well um and i'm still an active godparent in her life although this young lady has passed on mm -hmm. um so when you talk about villages villages are so important in in every aspect of your life um so this facility was the, was the village in my life from 18 until i turned about 20. it's right about the time i kind of aged out of the program um but mm -hmm. i met so many people in there um as far as like mentors um, when I left the facility, I left with a car. I left with um, an apartment that was paid for for up to a year. Um, I had a scholarship for college. Um, I met my mentor in there now who continues to keep up with me. Um, mm -hmm. She's even helped assistant paying for my master's degree now. So awesome. a village is so, so, so important, um, especially for young ladies who who come from difficult difficult backgrounds. Right. And I and I watched you like you like I told Pam, I had no doubt in my mind that you were going to move on and do what you needed to do in life. You came in with the goal, you came in with your head high, and you came in to take care of business. And I knew that about you from day one. It was it, you didn't lack like 
whatever we had you guys doing within the facility once you got home from school, the work, you took care of it. Okay, I got chores. I got to do this. Okay, this is what I got to do. Curfew, you know, and like Pam said, she may have slacked on curfew, you know, but who, who who's not going to do that at 18, right? Right. Um, so, but you didn't take advantage of the situation and you made it a situation where it helped you grow and not necessarily saying that you weren't going to grow anyway, but what's wrong with getting a little help, a little push to get there? Absolutely. Um, so I think that is so awesome that you still keep in touch with many of us. And like you said, the um, mentor that you met then, you guys are still in contact. I think that is so awesome. That's the necessary And I, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, villages can come in seasons, reasons, a lifetime. They can come in stages. Um and and somebody might be a village for a season. It might be at a job where, okay, we were real cool. You were my village. We can we we can confide in each other. We can hang out. You watch my kid. I watch yours. And then you move on to another job, and it's like slowly that communication dies away. So it's like they were there for that moment, and not that lifetime. But you do have your lifetime cycle where. You still, like you said, with the young lady that you're um, godmother to her child, um, you were there from day one for that baby. You were there for that girl when she was pregnant. I remember. <laughs> I remember you being there. I remember you fussing at her and telling her this, that, and the fourth, and and being a solid friend. And you haven't wavered, and I, that warm that warmed my heart so much to hear you say yesterday that you still um, that you're still in her life. Uh, because she no, no longer has her, and she hasn't had her mother because she was a baby. She wasn't even one yet, right? Uh, when was she one when yet? She, when her mom passed, she was going on three. Was she okay? Okay, mm -hmm. so she was young. Um, and you've been you've been there. You've been a rock, which means you're a village for the father and the daughter, because Absolutely. he needs that female support also. Um, <laughs> he, does, he does he does you know these men you know they need to support y'all <laughs> um so it's like um that's amazing and i'm so proud of you and i'm so excited to connect with you to talk about this because you work in an environment um i don't know if you want to speak on where you work but can you tell me a little bit about what you do at work because it's important you're a village at your job I am at my job, definitely. Um, so I currently work um, inside my local school district. I am a truancy officer. Um, so basically mm. just making sure that the parents, you know, bring their kids to school. Um, if they have attendance or barrier issues, it's kind of where I step in. So I got to figure out what's going on, assist them where I can, um, link them with resources. Um, and I see every day who I have girls in my building who, even the young men, who need villages. I mm -hmm. do have a young lady who also where her mom, she's in the seventh grade. Her mom has passed. Um, for instance, like when she got her first cycle, she didn't know what to do because she lives with her dad. It's just her and her dad. And she didn't know what to do. Mm. You say uh, the village steps in. So as a staff, um, like the staff we have on hand, our school nurse, um, you know, teachers stepped in to assist her and to teach her 
because as she lacks that that woman's character in her life it's where the village steps in and it's mm-hmm. it's so 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 important to have a village especially in, like in these years between the age 12 and 17 is where most young ladies need the village the most the most yes and it's like you don't have to be the nurse or you don't have to be the counselor to step in and assist that young lady. It takes anybody. It takes it takes it takes the neighbor. It takes anybody to step in and say, hey, let me help out. Let me help her. But what I what I see is you can't do that anymore on the streets. You know, like before you because you're still young. I still give you a youth. But when <laughs> I was young. Uh, you know, like I spoke about in my first episode with my mother, the neighbors, I mean, anybody can chastise, anybody can get in your behind. Like, it didn't matter. Neighbor, teacher, uh, the, the store owner, whoever, it took a village to say, hey, young lady, no, go home. You, you're not supposed to be even be over here or anything. But I feel like when you talk to these young kids now, you, you got to put up a fight. Like these kids, they talk back. Uh, they go get their mama. They go get their their cousins. They go. It's it's like a whole fight just to say, I'm trying to help your daughter not get in a situation where she's going to get hurt. And I see, uh, you know, an issue, and I just wanted to step in. But you got to be prepared to fight with these uh-huh. young, this younger generation. And that work, and I, I see it. I see it all the time, Miss Carmen. I literally see it all the time. And what I've learned is if you correct these children with the same respect you're asking for, it mm-hmm. works. But you, right. you you can't correct a child and say, I'm an adult, this is what I'm telling you to do. This generation asks questions. Ooh, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they ask questions. Even as an adult for me, if you're going to correct me, correct me with respect. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's how I look at it. So let me ask you this, with being uh, working with the truancy department, do you get parents who feel like, okay, you are coming for me. Okay, why are you worried about my child being truant? Why are you worried? You don't know we got to go. Like, do you get that where parents, instead of saying, okay, thank you for seeing a problem, can you help me out? Do you have a lot of resistance with this young, because these, these younger parents, whoo, child. <laughs> they they sound different. That's all I keep saying. They sound different. Miss Carmen, you have no idea the amount of resistance um, that I do get from some parents. Um, some parents will say, "You know what? This is what's going on in my household," and they'll come in here and they'll they'll lay it down for you, and they'll tell you what's really going on, and you really feel like you can help. And then sometimes it's a simple fix. Sometimes all these parents need is a village and some help. That's all. They, that's all they need. And then I get some parents. Why are you in my business? I raise these mm. kids by myself. You can't help me do that. And they they get this angry attitude about themselves because they're angry. They have to do all this by themselves. And they they. And sometimes I get parents who will try to fight me for talking to their kid and asking, "Hey, why are you coming here every day at ten o'clock? School starts mm. at seven I've literally had a parent tell me to F off and wow. never speak to her child again or she would meet me in the parking lot. Oh, and wow. It's literally, yes, it literally comes to that because they're afraid that once you let, you know, you're in their business, that mm-hmm. it, leads, it leads to other things. Like, and I also have kids in my building who are raising younger siblings. 
that yeah that, that's the that's issue a, too. that's another that is an issue a prime issue for me with chronic absenteeism in my building and what I do wow that, that's that it on, that's it on a whole nother level isn't that's it, it on, yeah <laughs> that's it on the whole a, a 12 year old who did virtual school with a baby in both hands Mm-mm. because her mother had to work and that's why I say when people lack villages it is imperative that everybody has a village. Yes, you can do it by yourself, but why do it by yourself if you don't have to? That's right. Why can't you just be nice to somebody and say, I need help? Exactly. That's, that's but, it. You know, it's crazy. because the, the, the area I work in, when I'm trying to help a kid, I get the, when I get out of here, I'm going to have my mama uh, come for you. And it's like, listen, one thing for certain, two things for sure. I ain't scared of your mom. Let's be clear. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you go call who you want to call. Let's let's get that understood. But at the same token, it's like, why would your mother even accept that disrespect? How can you go to your mother and say, hey, I need you to, uh, this, this lady said this to me and all of that, and a parent accept that? Why wouldn't a parent look at their child and say, well, what did you do? And why were you disrespectful? And why did you end up where you ended up in the first place? Like, check your child for being in a system that they shouldn't be in. Because we get a lot of parents that, you know, the kids, you know, are in in the facility for some serious stuff. And you get parents who literally want to check and call every day. How, how's he doing? Girl, you weren't worried about that when he was out there doing eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> it's like yes. And, and get sassy with us when they call and it's like, let's let's get to the root cause. Because I see an issue where kids do leave a facility, whether it's a shelter, because I've I've ran a uh, youth shelter before where it was uh 21 day and the kids was 11 to 17. So my whole thing was once this kid leaves, they're going back into the same environment that got them here. So what's what can parents do? Like if you know that this environment is causing your child to do so many things that um, can get them locked up or in trouble, where, your, where does your parents step in? What do you do? Like, okay, I get you may have a mortgage or you may have a lease, but at some point, your child's safety and security and their future relies on you. Because so many kids say, you could tell me this till my face turns blue of what to do and what to change. But when I go back home, I'm going back home to hang with the same people. And I can't knock them for it because they're being honest and they know that when they step foot back in their neighborhood, it's you can't cut your friends off. You can't be like, man, I just, I can't. How many kids can really go up to somebody like, yeah, I can't. Don't call me. Don't. I can't. It takes the village. Oh, to, my. Yes. It takes, I mean, it, it takes it. It takes the village to be like, no, you are better than what you, because I, I tell kids all the time, let's be clear. You're here. They're not. So while your friends out there partying and playing and still doing X, Y, and Z, nobody's outside chatting <laughs> and, and looking for you to come home. Like, they don't forgot about you after day five. So in, in the same way inside of a school or a shelter, they may they may um talk about it on social media the first few days, but after that, you you gone. 
So <laughs> absolutely, like it, it, it's that way for me too. Like I have kids in my building. Like I had a student. She was the sweetest little girl. She never got us any trouble. But then she started hanging around some of these girls that were trouble for her. And before you knew it, she was getting in trouble. She was getting into fights. Um, you know, she was always in the office. He say, she say. And I literally had to pull her to the side and say, baby girl, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. you went from honor roll, A's and D's. I said, I've seen your report card. It's nothing but F. What's the wow. problem? What, like, what, what is the problem? Mm. And she was just like, it's, it's not a problem. And I said, if you don't see where you had the, the cream of the crop to now you in the dirt, I said, we got a problem here. Mm. And so this little girl, she's literally, she, she's my baby. I call her my school baby. Because mm-hmm. I literally will text her mom in the, middle, in the middle of the school day and say, hey, so-and-so just did this. Check her when you get home. Right. And literally, it, like, it, it would be that. And her mom would be like, thank you. She was like, because I don't. She's like, me working all these hours. Like, she, come, she comes home. It's just her and her brothers. She goes, I don't know what happens in her, in her day-to-day life. But she knows if I see her doing something wrong in the building, I'm going to call her out and I'm going to correct her. No matter what. Right. And so you... you hey. You know, and it's 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 a bond, but it also goes back to the home because the home is first base, school is secondary. You guys are there to just help and help educate, but it starts at home. So, like, if the mom is not getting home and saying, "Okay, we got a problem," you went from A's to F's because if you see it, the mama got to see it. Absolutely. So where do we sit down and say, all right, let's rewind. Let's get this back on track. Because I I, ne- I don't even hear kids say they get on punishment anymore. And I was the punishment queen. I mean, I had summers on punishment. Um, I don't <laughs> hear anybody saying that they got their cell phones and social media taken away or um, they can't go anywhere. And kids will have the hissy fit if a parent tell them they can't go. Now they running away like 40 going north. You tell the kid, no, they're running away. And that's a new thing for me. We didn't run away because my mama let you get as far as the door and then snatch you back and be like, yeah, you thought you was going somewhere. You'd be like, nah, I really didn't, but you tried it. Um, but these <laughs> kids nowadays, if you tell them no, they are out the door. And then we on social media thinking kids are missing when they really ran away because somebody told them no. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 crazy. So my my hopes is um, you know once we are able to get back in person is is to go into the schools and have these uh, sit downs with these girls and have these real one on one talks and me just go around and talk to young ladies and uh, have groups on a, a monthly basis and um, that's my hopes, but. Um, I was like, let me just start it off with a podcast and get the ladies to talk in and see how they feel and see if they're, if people are really going to help me recreate the village. So that was my point. Like I extended my offer to Pam last week um, with her daughter. Um, my extension is out to you too. Now, me and some three-year-olds, we, but I don't know why every kid like to fight me. I don't know why. <laughs> So I don't I don't know if me and your kids will get along, but we can try it. <laughs> we can see we can see how it goes. But for some reason, little toddlers with feet 
always like to put their feet on me and wants to play too much. So I'm always fighting with little kids. But um, but I extend my village, my village to you also, as I did with my son's uh, friend, Diamond, who was on also, um, that I extended to you, that you can call me whenever, you can talk to me whenever, you can say, hey, this is what I need done. Can you help? Can I, whatever I can do, or if we got to collaborate and co figure out something, I'm here for it. Um, Cause it doesn't stop for just kids. I want to be the village for young women and adults, even women my age, I want to be the village. That's why I put it out there on my Facebook page that I want to start supporting my sisters, my community versus going out and buying stuff I can't pronounce. Or, you know, spending money on making somebody else rich instead of doing it within my own community. Um, so just a heads up for birthdays and Christmases, y'all going to be getting local community stuff. Like, I'm not going all out to the stores and, and, and shopping bags and carrying on. Y'all going to get local people that I know and support their businesses going forward and, out forward. and I hope that other people join me with that same perception is that we got to do better. We, I, I got so many people on my timeline that have businesses and they haven't even put it on there yet. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to support, put it out there. Um, so it's, it's, it's a start. It's a start and I thank you. So let me ask you this, um, with your babies uh, being three, do you, feel, do you feel it's important to build them a village? Do they have a village or um, cause you could be one of them parents to say, my babies is my babies, but still, still feel the need to village for everybody else. But, um, how do you feel about your babies having their own village? Um, for, for my kids to have their own village to me is important. Um, recently both my parents have passed on. So I consider like my parents and my siblings in my village. Um, my brother recruits for the Navy. So he's been here the last three years. So now it's time for him to go back to, you know, out of state. Um, like I said, my parents have passed on. So I really don't kind of have that village anymore. I have like my friends. Um, I'm in a sorority. So I have like some of my sorority sisters. I'm have kind of been there as far as, you know, for my kids, but like, definitely like anybody who wants to help me <laughs> with these twins. God, I know that's it, right. it, it is different from day to day. Um, <laughs> Some days it's good, and some days I'd be like, "Oh Lord, why are you getting two? I would be, <laughs> be bald head with twins, okay? Bald head, okay? I I take my at my head my wig. I don't even wear a wig, but I take my wig off to each other. Twins, woo wee! I might come get so, one at a time. <laughs> and people say they're like, "Oh, I just come get one," and I'm like, "That's yeah. take one, so I can spend individual time." You know, so I don't okay. think I get to do that, you know, as enough as a parent. Um, like say if my husband takes one child somewhere and I stay home with the other one, like we kind of see that I spend an individual time with them as a always spending time with them together. Although they're twins, they're still individuals. Okay, yep. So look, I'll make a date with them for next year. So Sesame Street <laughs> or one of them things. I I get them a year to get to know me and then next year I'll do uh one of those type of albums because I love those little Sesame Street things and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely we'll make a date for next year. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we, 
I had to come over and get to know them just like uh, with Pam's daughter. She see me every year when I pick up my cookies, but every year she say the same thing. Who is that? So I have to be more uh, present so she can get to know me and get to be able to comfortable enough to call me and be her support also outside of her mom and her grandma and everybody. So um, I I think we did good. We did 20. I think it's the longest podcast I did. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. Good. That is That's awesome. It just, it just flows. You know? Right. Right. So I'm I'm so excited um to get this popping and um that's I don't do you have anything to say before we before we end? Um I just wanna say thank you for letting me be a guest on your podcast one and you know, Ms. Carmen, you've all so motivational, always so understanding. And like I said, you are definitely um some of the staff I consider in that there for the right reason and the right purpose. So, you know, I hope that you just keep striving in your own purpose. And I'm pretty sure everything you want will come to fruition. Look at you. You better go with your inspirational self. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I say the same to you. Thank you for being a your inspiration because, listen, work, school, twins, husband, child, listen, let me tell you something. You need a glass of wine every night. I'm going to get you a supply of wine. <laughs> Cause you need some wine. <laughs> you need some wine. I need to deliver you some wine. <laughs> but no, you keep you. striving for the best and much success to you and your endeavors and getting through this master's degree. You are going to go ahead and get your PhD, like you talked about yesterday. Putting it out there. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Go ahead and do it. You, you're smarter than, listen, you're smarter than a fifth grader, so you could do it. You got this. <laughs> um, and I appreciate you and let's keep in touch, not just social media. Um, I'm so glad we linked up. I'm glad you answered and responded and let's keep this village going. And, um, that's, that's really the basis of it, right? That's it. That's it. So we will end on this note. I thank everybody for tuning in to episode five with Miss Aliana. Um, I appreciate you guys. If you have any comments, um, please go on the Facebook play page, Crystal Pearls Sister Circle. Post your comments, post your discussions, questions, anything to add to this podcast. Just let me know. I'm here for it. I want all of the feedback. Um, and I appreciate you. And until next week, um, I'll have another guest next week. But we will wrap this up with Miss Aliana. And thank you again. You go, you go and get you some rest, girl. <laughs> I will. Thank you, Miss. Okay. Carmen. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye.